Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and after two weeks I'm back. Uh, this week I'm joined by Gav. Hello. Uh, it's your second IGN UK podcast. Second, yeah. So back I, with a vengeance. I saw that some of the duck hunters uh, dissected your performance. Yeah, I saw that. That was quite nice. I think everyone was pretty nice. There was like... I was. I think I was at home, and I've actually got it on my phone. I thought I'll get it out, but I get it out. Um, but the only like the really the only bad bit of yeah. feedback that I got was from a guy calling himself Neville Bartos on right. Twitter. And I Shout out to so Neville! I like, yeah, I was like, oh, awesome. But he tweeted me just, "All right, mate, listening to last week's IGM podcast, you say like far too much. It's a bit annoying." Tried to curb it. And I do say like quite a lot, but it's, it's a Welsh sinister. thing. It's really sinister. Pretty blunt, isn't um, it? Yeah. So I'm going to try and do it, but it's not going to go very well because, like, I say every other word because, as most Welsh people do, I think. So I've not yeah. really noticed it, but it will now. No. Exactly, yeah. it's going to wind you up. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, and also, we are joined for the first time by Rory Powers. Hello. That How's it going? Name. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, do you want to explain who you are and why you're here? I am Rory. I am a uh, video editor and currently news host uh, here at IGN. First time on this podcast. Um, second time doing a podcast. Ooh. So, so I've been here before, guys. No, I'm not a virgin. That's good. How are you enjoying your first few weeks at IGN? It's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's, what it's really fantastic say? so far. He's not going to go, oh, shit, no, my boss is rubbish. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, well, the boss is here. I want to know what insults he's had from the readers, basically. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, no, it, it's all... I, I actually got really nice feedback yesterday. I'm still at that point not where Not about your accent, surely. Well, <laughs> it's, I'm still at that point where it's like, I, I really care what everyone is posting in the comments oh, and the videos man. and things. I know, I need to get, get over this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got some really nice stuff uh, yesterday in the YouTube comments. Although uh, there was one specific one Sorry, that was fantastic. What comments? Nice. You, YouTube? You, oh, I think okay. you YouTube. Oh, here we go, guys. Get ready for an hour of this. Um, no, I this had one... UK podcast. Okay. I had one guy who posted a comment that said, uh, just underneath, Whoa, dude, did you catch some gnarly waves before presenting this? <laughs> I like that guy. And I was like, yeah, it's, so it wasn't insulting enough. Just for the benefits of our listeners. Yes. Are you American? Are you Irish? Uh, How stressed out he is when he has to answer it. Like, you should probably know this, dude. Have you seen You're the film like, the, uh, have you seen the, film the immigration the officers over my shoulder right now. I think you are the guy from the from the imposter, aren't you? Like you're, you've been living like some double life, and that's yeah. we, just, we just put you on the spot. Uh, technically, I am American. Okay. But I lived in Northern Ireland for 16 years. Okay. So get ready for that to come out in a couple different words. Um, and then, yeah, studied in Wales, did a bit of time in Canada as well, and now in London. There you go. Loving it. Wow. So you've been in London for, what, three weeks, four weeks, something like that? Three weeks now. Um, how are you finding life in, in the big smoke? Is that what they call it? The big I don't know. smoke. Okay, the old a couple smoke, people maybe. called it that, yeah, no. when I was moving over, and I, I don't know, it's not even smoky, really. It's very misleading. Mm. It's before the cigarette ban. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Um, no, it's it's really cool. It's a bit of an adjustment, just getting used to the nine to five, getting used to the commute. Uh, to actually doing some work. Yeah, yeah. actually yeah, yeah. getting off my ass and doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but a really, no, it's, but it's, a really it's nice cool. thing happened to you on Saturday, didn't it? Like It did, it was, yes. It was fantastic. So uh, last weekend was my first weekend where I had nothing to do, absolutely nothing. And I was really looking forward to it, just kind of walking about, exploring the city a little bit. Um, so one of the stores I went to is called Tokyo Toys, and they sell kind of um, anime toys, video games, toys from Tokyo. Toys yeah. from Tokyo. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then I, I was uh, buying stuff there, and I went up to the register, and uh, while I was in line, the guy 
behind the desk was kind of waving a sheet of paper at people and they were kind of just, you know, ignoring it. And then when I got up, I, uh, I was kind of wondering what he was doing and it turned out they had a free ticket to go see the Final Fantasy Orchestra uh, performing at the Royal Albert Hall. That's amazing. That I know. Awesome. So, you know, being in the very impulsive mood that I was in, I had uh, nothing else to do. For, for <laughs> had nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I took the ticket and and that night went to go see the Final Fantasy Orchestra, which was fantastic. Uh, they played songs from all the games and it was my first time in the Royal Albert Hall as yeah. well. That is huge. Yeah, like that place yeah. is really, really big. I'm going to see uh, Danny Elfman do a lot of his kind of oh, awesome. big stuff in December at some point. In the so Royal like, Albert Hall? Yeah. I saw Spando Ballet there the other day. <laughs> did you? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as cool. <laughs> well, it was awesome. But <laughs> so did you go with the guys from the shop or did you just go on your own? Or? No, it was, that's like another weird part of the story is that when I went, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. I just took my, took my seat and then, uh, there's these guys sitting to the the right of me and they were like hey hey and of course like i'm just you know don't want to get heckled at the opera that's you know my biggest fear yeah don't want to get heckled by the upper class that's why they'll throw pennies at me and things um it turned out that they had actually oh man they had come up from scotland to see it yeah so they had got on an 11 hour bus journey Oh. They got into London in the morning. Um, it turned out uh, one of their friends couldn't come. So they were doing the same thing I was doing, walking around the town. And they had their spare ticket and they just gave it to the guys at Tokyo Toys. So that's how, right, so okay. that's how right, they right. got the ticket. So then, um, and then, yeah, I got it from Tokyo Toys and went and we all sat and watched Final Fantasy and became best friends. And nice. now you're lovers. And now we're lovers. Nice. Yep. Oh, I, have really a, I have a necklace that's like a quarter of a heart and we're going to... Yeah. When the Final Fantasy Orchestra comes back, we're going to reunite. That is a very sweet tale. Yeah, I really yeah. wanted to go to that, but I was away because I went to the Zelda Orchestra a couple of times. I've you went to, to the Zelda yeah, Orchestra? Oh that my was god! Amazing. Yeah. Um, as soon as I finished Final Fantasy one, I googled to see when the Zelda one was coming back, but there's yeah. no news on that. So the first time they did it was like during the 25th anniversary thing, yeah. and uh, Adrian Numa came out and played Grandma's theme uh, on the piano, and. Uh, like it was sort of, it was good up until that point. And then when he came and did it, it was just him on a piano in the Hammersmith Apollo. Was, I would cry. Was like, I would absolutely It was cry. incredible. It yeah. was really good, yeah. I know that theme. Because they opened um, the E3 press conference, which is what? That's right, yeah, yeah. Two years ago? That was my first yeah. E3, yeah. Right. And yeah. That, that was amazing. That was incredible, yeah. Um, and for some reason or other, I couldn't go to the, the orchestra, but. Oh, no. Hey, hey. Yeah. Uh, I was off last week. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do anything as sophisticated as going to the <laughs> Royal Albert Hall. I just watched a lot of television. What did you watch? Bed. So I'm watching Walking Dead season five. Okay, uh, watching it. Um, I'm behind. I'm not. This is the newest series, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So about four episodes in. Yeah, no. I wait for it to finish and then I watch it all. Right. In, in one big. Yeah, because I used to do that. Yeah. Because um, it used to air. Well, basically, the time it finishes is normally when I go to IGN US. Yeah. So I've got enough episodes to fill a, a flight. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. So I've got that on the go. I've yeah. got Gotham on the go. Is that any good? I watched the first episode of that and I thought, yep, that's enough for me. The, the first, <laughs> I would say the first four episodes are all pretty shonky. Mm. Yeah. Number five gets a bit better, but it's not very good. I don't like it. It's not that's disappointing. It's not what we like. It's like... I, I, I totally understand. I, but I've got a train journey to fill, and yeah, that's what I'm doing so. it with. It was just like, I think just how heavy handed everyone was. Like, it was just like, when I think it was like the Riddler comes up and he's like, oh, Edward, you and your bloody riddles all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, and it doesn't get any better. It's like oh that all God. the way through. Oh, really? And the Why acting's though, just a bit so shit. annoying. It could have been really good. The, 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 yeah, the scripts are pretty awful. No. Uh, the, one, the one thing that actually I thought was really, really good, and I love Michael Caine as Alfred, yeah. but I thought Sean Pertwee 
because Alfred was really, really good. Yeah, so he's coming into it a bit more now. Oh, that's and good. He's yeah, sort yeah. of showing his softer side. Yeah. Because at the beginning, he's a proper dick. Yeah, but I like that, though. Yeah. Like, because like, it shows, shows his sort of. Because he's, like, he's got an army background, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it yeah. shows that, and like you're not taking any shit from Master Wei and stuff. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Um, but that was the best thing about it, but he's in it for like two seconds. But yeah, the, f- the first episode when they throw in like Poison Ivy and oh, Catwoman yeah. and Riddler, and it's like, it's so all right, we get it. It's Batman, but you don't have to shoehorn it all in and then forget about those characters some of them are still around the thing that I don't understand with that is like there are so many bad guys in the Batman universe like why have they gone to the ones that everybody already knows and everybody has like a sort of preconceived notions of like why don't they go okay well nobody's ever done Clayface we're gonna bring Clayface into it or something like that like I I thought that would have been a really really smart way of doing it because you're you're gonna get people going well no I don't like that poison ivy I like this poison ivy I mean anyone likes to do with Thurman poison ivy is probably an idiot but still like you know everyone you know the the penguin is, is is a pretty good baddie as it is. Like yeah, he yeah, stands yeah. on his own two feet. Like why go back to the ones they've already done? I don't get. It. I know. I know. It might just be to get that initial viewership to show like familiarity, yeah, so. so people are kind of watch first episode and they're like, oh yeah. look, it's all these people that we know and we've seen before, and yeah. and then hopefully work in a couple of the more obscure ones. Yeah. So I think its biggest on. problem though is that obviously Gotham by nature is a pretty horrible place. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't fully commit to being that. It wants to be hard edged. But it never quite is. Yeah. <clears throat> and it kind of just rolls the punches rather than like, you know, it doesn't properly get stuck yeah. in. Yeah. I also don't like the look of it either. Like the sort of yeah. neon sort of uh, Sin City-ish vibe yeah. to it. Like I, don't, I really, really don't like that at all. And the, the, the use of like music is just awful. The music like, is when terrible. When it comes to yeah. the end of a scene, it's like, me, 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 me. What is this? Like, so weird. Um, the Flash. Oh, I did watch it. Pretty rubbish. I actually did watch this. Two, three, four. Really Mm. good. Okay. Starts because I think the problem with the first episode is that they've obviously got to explain that this guy can run really fast. Yeah. (laughs) So you've got lots of uh, shots of him like that, speeded up, and it just looks a bit crap. Yeah. Um, But now that they've kind of done that bit, it just it shows the impact of him running fast. So rescuing people, so like going from point A to point B, you don't see it. Okay. And it's really cut down on the whole of that kind of stuff. But I think also it's a lot more lighthearted. So he plays the role a bit like kind of uh, Garfield does in uh, Spider Man. Okay. Yeah. So he's kind of just young, having fun, and it's good. And I'm enjoying that. Yeah. And then I've also got the next season of Arrow lined up, but I haven't started that yet. Yeah, I haven't watched any of that. Um, Arrow's really good. Yeah. I'd, like, a bit cheesy. Yeah. But well worth watching. I don't know how you could watch Walking Dead week by week because I think for me that show is so hit and miss yeah. like they they are brilliant episodes and then there's an episode where even though I've just watched it I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened yeah. in that episode like there's there's so many throwaway just episodes um so like but week by week when I was that's why I was, I was watching the first season yeah I stopped watching it because I was like this is rubbish yeah um, but then when I started watching it in one big hit it sort of almost lends itself a little bit more to that and that's how I read the comics was always in like one giant right. hit rather than like single issues and I think yeah it's a lot better like that and I think also I, I may well suffer because I'm flitting between so many different programs. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, what's really <laughs> going so on true, in my head? Yeah. Different um, ones as it's well. It's properly brutal. Walking yeah. Dead. It's like I know it's been brutal up till now, but yeah. there are a couple of moments just like, oh my god. Yeah, I saw lots of people like without spoiling anything. They didn't spoil anything on Twitter, but I saw, saw a lot of people going, I can't believe they've just started like, the, the first episode. Straight like that. Like that. Bang. Yeah, that's it's really like, good. Oh my god. So yeah. 
definitely worth watching. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't watched any TV. I haven't watched any movies on this week. But what I have been doing is listening to a podcast called Serial, which I mean, you've heard me go on about it, and I've seen so it at the top much. of the because I I always yeah. look at the iTunes charts to see how we're doing. Okay, and, right, yeah, uh, yeah, but we're not beating Serial. No, never. I like it's. You know what we need? We need to kill we someone on the podcast, um, and then we need well, to. Well, here. Yeah. You never. <laughs> um, but it's just. Where it, were you earlier today, Alex? <laughs> just, I'm not anyway. <laughs> like if you uh, like if you don't know what it is, it's uh, so the first spin-off of This American Life, um, that, which is an amazing podcast. Uh, now and again, um, but it's a sort of narrative-driven podcast uh, that week by week you learn more uh, about what's going on. So the story for the first series is there's a guy in jail, yep, accused or convicted of killing his high school sweetheart, and uh, his I think is his cousin has gone to this reporter uh, who uncovered. Uh, a story that the the defense attorney had worked on before, and she'd botched it. But she'd worked on this case right. of this guy Adnan, who's in prison. So her cousin went to him and go, oh, "Do you mind having a look at? Uh, mind having a look at this case for us?" Yeah. So she's been going through it like week by week and releasing these episodes of sort of her findings, and like she's been chatting with him on the phone. I think she clocked up like at the time of episode six, she clocked up like thirty hours on the phone to him. And, wow. But they've got access to everything. So they've got access to any records that still exist. And this is a case that was happening in nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Um so she's going back through all case files. She's going back through all the transcripts on interviews, the transcripts from the court cases. Yeah. The she's got all the audio files from the original interviews and things like that. So you get to listen to all that. Right. And it's just the most compelling piece of drama, even though it's completely real that I've So it's had completely all year. real. Yeah. yeah. Completely real. And it's happening right now? Yeah, it's happening right now. Like apparently, like she's on record, Sarah Kane and the lady who's producing it, she's on record as saying she doesn't know how it's gonna end yet. Wow. Um and I read somewhere else that you know they're only a couple of days they like there was two days before the episode was going out and they were like, we're working on that episode right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so it's you know it's quite a current thing. I think well, that's what makes him so compelling in a way yeah. because she doesn't know. We don't know. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's but really that's also really frustrating about it as well because I don't think it's going to be a very satisfying end to it. It's, it's really a bit like this podcast though. We don't yeah. know how it's going to end, but it's probably going to be unsatisfying. Right? Yeah. So. It's great because uh, it's like those um, like kind of old detective yeah. uh, films where every time I'm listening to this podcast, like her voice is like the interior monologue yeah. the main character would have. So I'm just walking down the street and she's like talking about these, all these case files and I just want like a duster and like a 1930s like hat and just to like walk down and compliment yeah. maybe a pipe or something as well. Yeah. Just while you're hearing all these facts <laughs> and things, it's very, you, you know. You should walk around Soho like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd fit in perfectly. Yeah. Great. What's the thing is, I make like, it the big smoke. She, she, you like, you really buy into her as well because, like, episode six, uh, like, like, I won't spoil anything, but like, episode six, it's, it's on episode seven right now. Yeah. But episode six was like the case against him, and it's like she's so frustrated because she just doesn't know one way or the other, and that's exactly how you feel. Like she's she so like, neutral. Like yeah, that's what's great really about it. Yeah. But yeah, like in terms of anything that I've enjoyed, it's the thing that I've enjoyed most, games, films, TV, anything this year. And it's year. about, what, like 30 to 40 minutes per episode, you said? Yeah, the first one is the longest one. That's about an hour, I think, yeah. that introduced you to all. But like yesterday's one, uh, the one Very out, short. was like 30 minutes long. Okay. Yeah. I will check it out. It's really, really good. On your recommendation. Yes, you should. And on the topic of cereal, mm -hmm, you've got yeah. news, is this it? Is why this is news. This is news in my world. Why are you excited about How this? are you not excited about this? Tell the listeners Okay, so... Uh, soon London will be opening its arms to its first cereal cafe. So people so, are going to go to a cafe and listen to the podcast I've just been yeah. talking about. 
That would be good. Yeah, it'd be alright. So it, it's a cafe that offers apparently over a hundred different types of cereal and multiple types of milk as well. So we have like almond milk, hazelnut right. milk, soy milk, all the milks, all the milks. <laughs> it's a supermarket. Uh, but you can get it, uh, you know, all the different brands from you know countries all over the world because I know a lot of the American cereals are popular. So yeah, you can go in and there's prices for all the different kinds of bowls and they even make their own, which is like uh, mixing different cereals and different. Like crushed Oreos and no. things together. Why are you excited about this? Yeah, I'm so excited, excited about, about this? this. I didn't have breakfast this morning. So I'm thinking that is a large part in uh, <laughs> my see, excitement of this story. Cereal is a breakfast you have at home. Yes. If you go out, you have something more substantial than cereal, I think. Yeah, you, you could have three bowls of cereal. That's mm. much. That's three times as substantial. Like I generally love cereal. Like at any one point, there's like eight boxes of cereal in my house. Like I do love it, but... I this shop is going to be filled like the biggest bell ends in London, like all <laughs> queuing up, and I'll like, be one of them. I, I, like if you look at the guys, and like I'm not doing much. If we, if you look at the guys who are starting it, someone did text me. They go and they look like fit blonde dudes, but basically, like they're just like these two absolutely gorgeous like Shoreditch hipster beards yeah. like slip back hair like I, I'm aware I have both those things <laughs> yeah, I hope it sure you were just looking in the mirror yeah. and obviously not the blonde hair yeah. no. a wave um, of self-realisation just flooded over they're also two over very Gavin. very beautiful men which right. I am not so but yeah, I don't, don't know I just, yourself it, down there's something about this there's something about it that just screams <laughs> No, it is. It is. It is. It is a little hipster. I can imagine it becoming like, like a kind of like a niche thing. Like people are yeah. going to go with their MacBooks and get foreign cereal, and like I don't really want it to be that kind of but thing. But that's the thing. Like there are shops that already sell this stuff now. Like, but you can't like sit in and eat it. <laughs> wow. you can sit in my house. <laughs> I got very, very uh, serious glares the last time I tried to eat a bowl of cereal in a supermarket. But, so, so is it in Shoreditch? I think it is. Yeah. I'm not sure. Somewhere in London. Do you Somewhere know? quite anyway. nearby. I'm, I'll do an IGN review of this. Gonna I'm going to go out. Because if you're going to travel across London to I'm have gonna... a bowl of cereal, <laughs> yeah. that is just ridiculous. I'd probably pay it's more like for ex- the The thing is, it's more like an experience thing, isn't it? It's like cat cafes where you go and there's a cat there. But at least there's a cat there and you can do something with her. There's not a cat in my house. There's loads of cereal in my house. And the thing is, like, how, much are they, how much are they going to charge per bowl? Yeah. Like, I think it's, uh, it starts at maybe like two fifty and then like three fifty. So you I mean, can buy a box of cereal. buy a box of cereal. for two pound fifty. What's your favorite cereal? Hazelnut You're a milk? cereal fan. What's your favorite cereal? Cheerios, I think. I'm a huge like fan of Cheerios. Standard Cheerios. Cheerios. Yeah, yeah. What? Um, the old, old, uh, like when we were growing up, Honey Nut Loops. Yep. But they've changed. I had a bowl, a bowl of Honey Nut Loops the other day and they've changed the recipe. And they're all really like fluffy and horrible. They're disgusting. Right. Um, I think they changed uh, Cinnamon Grahams as well. Because they used to be loaded with cinnamon. It was yeah. just like powdered sugar with like tiny bits. Yeah, but I think Graham's they really scrapped really it down. Well. Yeah, Golden Grahams, fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, Cheerios, I, I like sort of, I actually, I like a bowl of Special K as well. Do you? Yeah. Special K is good. Mm. You What's wouldn't think it would be cereal? good. Um, this is the hard hit. This is yeah. great <laughs> stuff, yeah. Uh, I like Lucky Charms. Do you? Well, Gotta go what? for Lucky Charms. Well, it's amazing. It's Colin so goes good. Every day, though. Oh, I can and I will. Uh, no, I'm not at, the, at the cereal cafe. Yeah. I'll be there regular. Well, you were the ones who backed them because they, they, they had no, a very no. unsuccessful kickstart to these guys. Right. Like, they, 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 depressingly bad. Yeah, they tried. Right. They, I think they tried like, raising like 50 grand. They raised just over a grand. That's <laughs> because you can buy the cereal already. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will go in there. Right. Should we tackle this week's news? Yes. Uh, first up, so Star Wars Episode 7 has finally got a title. Uh, is it A Force Awakens? Or, you know, it's the, the, Force the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Check that. Yeah. Um, we don't really know much else no. apart from that. Um, but it was kind of a weird announcement because they just 
popped out on Twitter. Yeah. There was no kind of like song or dance. It was just like uh, filming as raps on episode seven. Oh, yeah. It's called The Force Awakens. Here's the logo. Yeah. What do you think of the logo? It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it's nothing special. It doesn't look like a Star Wars film. It doesn't know, yeah. I thought it looked a bit more Star Trekky, mm. which I wondered if it was the uh, JJ influence. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I I quite like how quiet they've been about everything, and yeah. uh, it'd be quite nice to just not know that much going into it. Um, I'd really, really like that. Yeah. Uh, although I was one of the people who, like, I live quite close to where they were filming some of it, and I was right. driving around there all the time to, to see if I could were see you? anything. Yeah. Yeah, I've looked at all of the kind of pictures. Yeah. But it must be. It must know, be. I'm finding the pictures more reassuring than giving anything. Apparently, okay, there yeah. was a big spoiler about two, three weeks ago, which I don't know what it was. Is that the Adam Driver thing? I don't know. Okay. But don't tell me. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Fine, yeah, yeah. It um, must be great for a production when you when you're you're so big that when you have a bit of news, you don't need to do a big public announcement. You can just like Star Wars, one tweet, it? and then you know that it's just going to get blown out yeah. by absolutely everyone. That's the thing. Like though, that's quite nice. It, you know, almost. You almost yeah there's no there's nothing to lose from it because no. like it's going to print money yeah <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. star wars it's gonna you know it, do, it doesn't matter if it's the worst film in the world it's still gonna print money they're still gonna be making more of them yeah. like it's almost like i don't know it's not there's no threat really that's no. a very safe title as well for the film like i feel like that's very very safe it doesn't give anything away as well which exactly is, and it's only yeah. just mentioning things people are familiar with people like like about the films yeah. so yeah. yeah i'm excited for it like i love star wars like yeah. i think it's gonna be awesome but yeah. i i kind of want a blackout now I just, yeah i just want to kind of wait for the film and I'm confident it's going to be good. Is that hard going into something like when you're the editor? It's pretty hard. Of the entertainment <laughs> website. <laughs> but it's like if you look at, I don't really know that much about Interstellar. Okay, I guess yeah. that's because the trailers didn't give away that much. You kind of know roughly what's going on yeah. up in space, but I don't really know the whole, the whole shtick about it. I don't know anything now. Oh. Um, that's good because we're talking about it later on that's awesome, out yeah. this week that's awesome <laughs> uh, look forward to that <laughs> last night as well so we had Toy Story 4 was announced yes which is coming in 2017 um, how do you feel about that so John Lester's directing yes, it yes he is which yeah, is yeah. good yeah. Um, but it kind of felt that Toy Story 3 was the natural it was conclusion amazing. it yeah. wrapped everything like, up yeah. perfectly I don't yeah. see what I mean aside from just more films I don't see more for toys. a reason to con yeah exactly the only thing is, I guess, they've got, like, now, this is the first movie that they've released where they've had Marvel and Star Wars, right? So, could have loads of Marvel uh, and Star Wars yeah, toys yeah, yeah. in Toy Story. That's weird. Because that's what I loved about the Lego movie, actually. Because, yeah. obviously, you had exactly. Batman yeah, and yeah, Superman yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. It, was yeah. like, it wasn't just, you know, kind of lifeless Lego. It yeah. was everything brought to life. That'd be awesome if they did that, though. Yeah. Although, that's essentially what Disney Infinity is. Um, just make a Disney Infinity film. Yeah, but hopefully this film will be a bit better than Disney Infinity. I quite like Disney Infinity. Well, apparently the first one was good, the second one not so. The second one's got Marvel stuff in it. Have you played it? Yeah. Okay. Don't. Kruber <laughs> didn't like it. Yeah, it's not for... He, he's my um, my barometer. Okay, right, on Disney Infinity stuff. Yes. Yeah. That's nah. a good call. It was just... I think the problem was is that the original one had ambition yeah. and scope, whereas the second one is probably a little bit like... We can't do this every single game. Yeah. We need to kind of dial it back a bit. Okay, yeah. Which, considering it was on the next-gen platforms, yeah. it looked pretty shonky, I thought. Yeah, it doesn't look like a next-gen. Um, some of the kind of uh, the cutscenes, he showed me the, the end sequence. Yeah. And it just looks unfinished. I don't know. It didn't, didn't look rendered. That's not good. That's really strange. Mm. 
Uh, let's talk some games news. Like Nintendo yeah. had a big blowout. We're going to talk more about all of the Nintendo Direct stuff later in the podcast. Yeah. yeah. But we've got one specific piece of news now. Yeah. Um, as part of the Majora's Mask 3DS re-release, re uh, there's going to be a special edition available, but only in Europe. I know that that happens. I think it happened with the Bayonetta 2 special yeah. edition yeah. as well. But um, this one is very cool. It comes with um, you know, a double-sided poster, um, art books, uh, and a nice like Majora's Mask pin. But I mean, it's not the first time that uh, the special releases have been exclusive to to Is Europe. That what you, only. Get? you don't get a cool statue. Yeah, I thought I you'd get statue. the mask. I wanted yeah. the mask, the actual Majora's mask. Yeah. That, that would have been insane. That'd be good. But who knows? Maybe they'll uh, announce that yeah. for another territory. Maybe that's you know Apparently North America. Apparently, the poster is massive. Like, oh, I want really, it so bad. really big. But at the same time, like poster for me, like as someone who's come from, like I came from magazines yep. to this, like the amount of effort that goes into free posters. Not very much. So. Yeah, yeah. No. And also, if it's huge, but yeah. it's going to be folded into a tiny box. Yeah. I hate posters. I think it might be rolled. Yeah. Hopefully, really? maybe. I, maybe you get I, I think that's optimistic. Yeah. Well, the other thing about this is, it, apparently, it's a double-sided poster. Who cares? Yeah. But see, what if you love? What if you love? I'm the same as you. Yeah. I used to work on magazines. That was the thing. Right. Let's fill out those, the middle of this magazine with yeah. 16 pages of posters. <laughs> yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Right. Now let's Done. do the other stuff. What if you like both sides? What What do you do? You buy the game twice. But yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like poster for me like also as someone who's meant to be a grown-up i don't know if i could convince <laughs> i don't know if i convince my other half to put uh majora's mask not unless it was like you know the kind of ollie moss style thing yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's not obvious that it's no but you never get that kind of stuff this with, isn't like no that. this is very which i'm sure is lovely but that's same. the thing if it'd been some kind of like you know amazing concept art that was never been seen before yeah. anything like that i'm sure i've seen it before maybe it is i don't yeah. know but yeah, um, I wasn't that. Or something a bit more abstract. But yeah, just an ordinary piece of marketing material. Yeah. Was like, do you buy special editions? No, no. I can barely afford the, the regular games, let alone special editions. Was it ever any a special edition you thought, oh, I need to get that? Well, I mean, this one is one that I'm definitely tempted to buy, just yeah. because I I think this, the nostalgia factor comes into it. It's such a huge part for me and for a lot yeah. of other people. Is just um, having this game like reintroduced into your lives and getting a chance to own these yeah. these extra. Collectors well, items. I really wanted the um, I really wanted the Bioshock Infinite uh, special edition because it had like the Songbirds yep, uh, yep. statue. Oh, that's but cool. then something dawned on me when I was about to buy that. I was like, "What if you don't like the game?" Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this is the thing with special editions. They they announce all this different stuff. Obviously, Majora's Mask different because yes. like, you're pretty safe people there. Know that, yeah. But like with new games, people are like, "Oh yeah, we're going to release this special edition." I think it was like uh, the Titanfall one. Yeah. And it was like that could, was crazy. You could pay like 130 one. quid and you had this like little model thing. What if you're not a fan of the game? Did you see the... the no, I didn't. I never saw it, yeah. It's that big. Really? It was ridiculous. It came in a box. Like, um, we got one in the US, and yeah. one of our uh, editors could actually fit inside the box. What? <laughs> crazy. That's insane. Well, this is the, this is the thing, though. Like, you do these special editions, and you think you could buy it, and then go, oh, I thought the game was a bit shit. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, oh, look, this giant Titan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Did you see the... Uh, I forget which, which title it was. Uh, one of the Call of Duty games... And it came with a uh, a drone, yeah, like a flyable that. yeah. drone. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't, I don't think it was see. flyable. I think it was a it was a ta it was a remote control car. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. No, so just... I thought they did last year's. I thought Ghost was the drone. Uh, did it have a drone? And yeah, then okay, the year right. before, Black Ops Two was the remote control. Oh, car. the car. Yeah. Then yeah. they had yeah. night vision. Yeah. yeah, it's just been going crazy and crazy and crazy. But I like yeah. those kind of like. It's not just like throw a poster in there. It's a little outside the yeah. box, something yeah. obscure, something yeah. like that. But it is 130 quid. I'm not going to buy it. No, nice. I'm just going to look at it and go to my friend's house and see it. So, yeah. yeah. I remember because I got oh, I got some night vision for a Medal of Honor game. And I was like, this is amazing. got night vision. And you do it and you go, oh, what do I yeah. do? Was it, actual, was it actual night vision goggles? Yeah. yeah. 
Like that's uh, a day of excitement the time, right there. Uh, I was working with Martin, uh, who used to be on the podcast. And we went into the disabled toilets because that was the only dark place in the office and looked at each other with them and then just went, right, never ever use them again. Back on the desk, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if someone opened that door and it's just two grown men standing there with each other in the dark? Two yeah. seconds, we'll be out in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> just sharing a moment. Yeah. And they'll be like, no, it's fine, you clearly belong there, guys. Like, yeah, it's like silence for land because one of us couldn't see what the other person was doing. Yeah, I don't like that. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, right. Grand Theft Auto, quite a lot of news around awesome, that Awesome, yeah. Um, like, Krupa went to see you, obviously, and he told us about it. And yes, so we're kind of paraphrasing what he said. Yeah, but he told us about it. But when, you know, if you say GTA, but in first person, you think, oh, it's going to be like a shonky little mod that yeah. someone's made in their bedroom or something like that. But apparently not. And apparently it plays really, really well. Yeah, and looking at the kind of, like, four, was it four-minute trailer? It was a long trailer yeah. that came it out was. this week. It looks amazing, and it kind of almost transforms the game into... Yeah. Well, not something completely different, but it feels like a different experience, and it's made me. Yeah. Like I was kind of thinking, yeah, I might pick it up, I might mm. play it again, but I'm definitely going to do well, it. Well, that's the thing. I think that the the, the problem, like everything's getting re everything that's sort of right at the end of last gen is getting like nice re-releases. Yeah. But like I've got The Last of Us from my PS4, probably never going to play that no. because I think I've already played it all the way through. Like the DLC is probably going to make. I've never played the DLC, so yeah. maybe that'll make me the do DLC's it. The DLC is really good. Whereas this is a completely new experience, yeah. and I think that's the way to do it if you're going to do a re-release because you know you might know all the story. You haven't seen it from this point of view. Yeah, and also, like, the, the graphics comparison stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. I did, yeah, yeah. yeah man, it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I thought it looked pretty good on last gen. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, one of my favorite things was just getting a helicopter and just flying across San Andreas. Yeah. That's what I will be doing. The thing that I'm not very good at, like, flying in a third person in GTA. So that, right. like, the, the fact that they've uh, redesigned it so you can fly all in, like, first person, I think, yeah. I'll probably, I might be a little bit better, I think. I love all, like, the dashboards. Every single car's got its own little Apparently, dashboard yeah. and stuff as well. Yeah, well, I can see the attention to detail is just fantastic. Yeah. I, was, I was talking to... Um, to Dan about it and a lot of the times when I was playing uh, some of the older Grand Theft Autos you know how you could change the camera mode yeah. and one of them was like from the perspective of the front of the car right, yeah. so it was like I used to drive a lot like that anyway in the game which is kind of like that first person uh, so it's really interesting to see them kind of like put the whole narrative you yeah. know through that same perspective and I, I actually never played through the full campaign of the game so right. it'd be interesting yeah. you know I can get a first person take on playing through it it'll be really hard to like go back through and do it though because you have to like change all the like animations for like trigger stuff and well, stuff like that's, that. Apparently, that's what the kind of that's what most of the time has been spent is right. adding all the animations. Yeah. Like yeah. you were saying that, um, like, you know, when you kind of have all the cops on top of you. And, yeah. But there was the, there was a bit where because you, you can't see the helicopters now because you're they're, they're above you, so you're course, focusing yeah. on the ground. So you can hear them. You can hear the bullets t pinging around you. Yeah. You look down at your arms. You've got like bullets and blood coming out. That's cool. And then you kind of jack open the car. You see yourself hot wiring it. All this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it like, was oh not like God. a quick job at all. The yeah. attention to detail is well, just think, fantastic. But like, if you're if you're third person and you're shooting, you're you know, you you can't see your finger, yeah. Like shooting the thing, you just you just assume that he's pressing the trigger because yeah, there's bullets yeah. coming out. But like, yeah. if you're first person, they're gonna have to make loads of these, basically. That's gonna take them ages. Just fingers all the time just on different guns. Fingers, yeah. yeah. But like every gun's gonna have a different way of holding. I'm obsessed with this. I don't know why. It's yeah. Stressing me out a little bit. But even like, yeah. But you know, switching from like getting on the motorbike and apparently you put the helmet on, the sound is all muffled because obviously you've got a crash helmet. All that. that yeah, and the visors and things. Yeah. I think it's been really cool. The one thing you've got to say about Rockstar is that they do you know, put the effort in. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, let's chuck this out. Yeah. Because they could have chucked this out, you know, pretty much almost 
for the launch, done it, yeah. like last, yeah. you know, when the console came out. But I guess, you know, you wait for the install base and all that. So. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's the thing. They could have just made the graphics a little bit nicer um, yeah. and whacked it out. But no, it looks like they've put some effort into it and, you know, with good reason because yeah. now people will definitely play it again. See, I didn't play online much at all. Oh, and obviously, it's they've had the benefit of a year of figuring out... Oh, dear, that's really embarrassing. <gasps> Why is that's sorry? That's an iOS eight thing. Is my phone one? rings, but it makes my iPad ring as well. Yeah, that's annoying. I don't that want is that. annoying. Is that possible? I'm just yeah. Right well, <laughs> but, crazy. Uh, yeah, online. I, I didn't really play that. They've had a yeah. year to figure out all the server issues, and hopefully we'll get heists around the same time. That'd be so. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, mm -hmm. More news, Marvel. Yes, Marvel has revealed an Attack on Titan crossover. I don't know if you guys are familiar at all with uh, Attack on Titan. Nope. No. It is a extremely popular <clears throat> uh, anime that's kind of uh, come out in the last year. I mean, just like incredibly popular. It's it completely took the world by storm. And Marvel revealed the world? that uh, the world. Okay. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Because uh, I mean, it, it it had been taking off in Japan and things for a long time, and uh, recently it got. Um, uh, released as an anime and they're doing an English dub now and okay. people are just head over heels uh, for it and rightfully so I mean it's um, why is it so good it is literally if, I mean if you give it a chance it is the only way I can describe it is like the Game of Thrones of anime Right. Like it, it just you know when you think of like an anime you have all these um, connotations in your head of like flashbacks and you know all these like you killed my father and I'm out for vengeance and it just completely like disregards all of it mm. and it's just this fantastic Fantastic! It's quite short as well. The first, uh, the first season of the anime, I think, is only twelve episodes or something like that. Right. But it's it's very much that Game of Thrones. Like you're so into it, and you don't know who's gonna die at yeah. any given moment. It's just constant action. Um, so then, yeah, and Marvel recently uh, revealed that the kind of the the villains in the show, if you can call them that, these titans, they're these giant uh, kind of monsters that roam the earth, eating humans. Um, they are going to cross over into the Marvel universe, and I guess be put up against some of the, you know, wow. the, the Marvel characters, which is really interesting. I mean, you don't see this a lot as this kind of crossover between Japanese animation yeah. and uh, yeah. and you know the the stuff that Marvel does. So I mean, it's really interesting to see how it's going to pay off, and, or will it pay off at all? Because yeah. um, it is kind of iffy territory. You don't know how well these worlds are gonna are gonna cross over. Okay. Marvel really are taking over the world with Disney. Yeah. As well. yeah. It's getting a bit crazy. I'm a little bit scared. I'm a little bit scared of it. It is insane. But yes, if uh, you guys ever get the chance, I definitely recommend checking out. Guaranteed by episode three, you're pretty much hooked. Okay, I'll check it out. I've got the biggest news this week. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was 3D a competition. God. 3D printing is a thing. Yeah. 3D food printing is now a thing. Can it print cereal? It's not really news. Yeah. But I saw it this morning. I thought it was kind of interesting. What does it so, do? it's called the Foodini. Oh, like it. I mean, love it. <laughs> and according to uh, our news story, it can print anything from chicken nuggets to pizza to salads. Why would you print a salad? I don't know. <laughs> if it is, why would you print any of it? So, uh, so the, the technology is the same. There's going to be as... comments going, mate, it looks like you need to print a salad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say that now so you're not saying. So, uh, so the technology is roughly the same as th normal 3D printing. Uh, I've got some pictures here. You can see a printer. A, oh, printer that looks foul. A, a pizza being printed. I'll show this to you in a second, Rory. So it kind of goes around and does the base. Then it adds... It looks like something from Prometheus. The, <laughs> the tomato <laughs> topping. 
and then <laughs> squirts out some cheese, and then da da, it's the cooked pizza. I assume that you have to cook it yourself. It doesn't no, do that as well. I'm not having that. Um, that looks foul. What I don't understand is what is the makeup of this? What well, so materials go into? So apparently, it's kind of they come in like little according to the steel capsule. So I guess like coffee pods or something like yeah. that that you would get with a. Uh, a coffee machine or something. Buy a normal pizza. There was no problem with pizza. That's but, true. But how do you print salad though? What do you have like lettuce and it prints the lettuce out? I don't yeah, really that's a good point. get that. Like chicken nuggets, yes, because it's processed. Pizza, yeah, I kind of get that. Salad, I really don't get that. Yeah, how, do, do they? Are they going to print like a whole onion and then you've got to cut it? Like, or are they printing like, oh, like this Caesar salad is going to have like three bits of lettuce in it. This one, a bit of cheese and a crouton. So that's what you need to do for that. Like, what would be yeah. what would be the first thing you would print? What first item of food you'd print if you had a oh three D printer? A dodo burger or something like that. Yeah, I was thinking like a, a like a lobster or a crab because that's pretty much like an entire animal. Like, how could it? Or, or does it just print the paste well, yeah, of like gonna, what a crab gonna, yeah, tastes like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does it create actually, life? You don't, you don't make yeah. the thing and it suddenly pops alive and then you have to kill it and crack it. <laughs> yeah. and all yeah. stuff. That would be pretty insane. That would be really cool, yeah. I don't know what okay. I would print. Some sort of Frankenstein but food presumably, machine. The origin is, like if you're making a pizza base, yeah. it's like powdered dough or whatever in the capsule. So you're, you're I'm guessing this, unless it's just the same crap but flavoured. Yeah. Um, oh, can you imagine that? That'd be foul. But that's it. I, I don't think I'd actually print anything. But I just saw it and I thought that's kind of interesting. That's it's really strange. I'd like to have a, I'd like Americans to have a go Americans will love it. that. Yeah, I'd like to have a go of it. But... I'm sure there's some really effective practical use of this. Uh, I just I just don't know where, Do it, where it is. Mm. But no. It's, it's, <laughs> presumably, you're going to have to go and buy the pods from a shop anyway. So if you're yeah. at the shop, why don't buy you just... Pizzas. Maybe it'll work out. You can order them in like massive bulk. I think yeah. you're right. I think it's going to be like, it's all the same thing, but there's yeah. flavorings and things like that. But like... That sounds properly grim. I think there's there's obviously a use for it that we don't know about. Yeah. Maybe it's um, more cost effective or... I'm, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. If I can't bring a crab to life, then I don't I don't see the point don't of it at all, it, really. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yep. Uh, listeners, let us know what you would print if you had a 3D food printer. You can email us at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Right. Uh, Nintendo Direct was the big news this awesome, week. Awesome, yeah. Yes. Uh, Rory, you're a big Nintendo fan. I am. Give us I the am, lowdown. I'm proud to wear the title of uh, resident Nintendo fan here at the office. Unless someone wants to challenge me to that. No? Good. Okay. I'm happy for you to wear that little crown. Can I get a badge? Or like, yeah, a crown or well, Just give jacket. Mario a call. He'll send you. Okay, sweet. Uh, so first off, obviously, was Majora's Mask, the 3D remake, which is coming uh, to 3DS. That's awesome. That's been coming for a while, I think. It is yeah. awesome. I think um, everyone's been expecting it. The other thing people were thinking would happen, some were hoping would happen, would be uh, for the remake to be on Wii U, which uh, would definitely be interesting. And I think that would boost uh, the sales for Wii U, you know, having such a, a huge title uh, reintroduced on this console. Mm. But um, I'm happy enough. I'm I'm over the moon, actually. Yeah, awkward, the no pun time. intended there. Yeah, that's great. Uh, the yeah. Opera, yeah, that was really good. It was really, really Majora's good. Majora's Mask is my favorite Zelda game, so I was pretty happy with this. The so one I've only ever played it through once. Yeah, um, and I oh, remember man. it being a a bit creepy and b nails hard as nails. It's really really hard yeah. and it is super creepy. Yeah. Like it's like almost like chillingly 
like scary in some bits because they just have these things going on that you don't really know what's going on all the time. I sort of still don't. There's so many Um, uh, stories like that because it's all set in three days and there's so many stories. I guess it's kind of similar to uh, uh, Dead Rising where you have these like a set time and there's events that are going to take place at these days and you can um, replay through these three days and experience all these different stories. Um, I did some charity video game marathons. So as a result, I have played through this game at least seven or eight times, like so nice. many times. Um, but one of the things they announced with the game, which made me a little bit skeptical, was um, saying that they want to retain the the creepiness of the game, but also make it available to all ages. Yeah. And I think people are really worried that that, that is going to be tuning down some of the creepiness and the weirdness is, that really is, made but that. But is that more no. like the, the kind of, I can't, the hint stones or whatever they were called in... Yeah. Um, Ocarina. Definitely, yeah. I don't think they can actually like, change any of the story, any of the actual things. Yeah, without, yeah. I mean, it would, people would be very Ocarina upset. Was properly hard. Yeah. Um, like, you it know, was. you get to a point it's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And a few of the guys in the office who hadn't played it um, first time around just found it too difficult, even mm. with the hint stones. Really? Like, uh, sad Dan. That's interesting. Just gave up. And then, and then after that, like, you get the master quest mm. as well, which is an add-on, and it's just like, mm ridiculously hard yeah. so i mean yeah hopefully they, they don't really take out any of the the difficulty or you know this kind of significant creepiness that kind yeah. of came with the game yeah yeah they're not gonna do that i don't think i, don't think I, think I think it's just making it a t- tiny bit someone actually commented somewhere. that uh they did the impossible they managed to make the moon look even more terrifying yeah because uh, before he's just this like horrible smile and then I feel like now they've literally just cranked him back that extra couple inches and he just mm. looks terrifying now. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm very, very excited about that. I think that's what's on the poster, which makes it even worse. Yeah. Like the moon is on the poster. <laughs> like why would you want that in your house? That's great. Yeah. I, I'll take that in my house. But, but yeah, yeah the, the Majora's mask would be amazing. Yeah, yeah the mask. Yeah. Absolutely. So well, I would wear that it. to work. We'll 3D print it, then we'll eat it. Alex, you bring the night vision goggles, I'll yeah. bring the mask, we'll Sounds meet good. in the disabled toilets, it'll be a whole thing, it'll be great. I yeah. haven't had enough like that for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do love Nintendo Direct because they just get, like, there hasn't been a really, really good one for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just love when they just, just release all this information about stuff. The, obviously, the favorite one, I'm sure, are... Podcast listeners be doing it is all the duck hunt stuff that happens. Exactly. Yes, that's the real news. Yes, of course. <laughs> so the dog and the duck are going to be playable. I think as a duo, they call the duck hunt duo. I think. Are they got real names? I think it's called the duck hunt duo. In uh, that's what the US right. was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those guys are going to be playable. But to sort of coincide with that, there was this amazing trailer where they had like a little bit of the sort of original stuff, and then it morphed into like Smash Brothers graphics where yeah. everyone sort of came on and they can re-release Duck Hunt on Wii U as well so you'll be able to use the zapper as a little thing that See, is massive news like, Chris Tilly claims that he's now responsible for bringing Duck Hunt back really not just on this podcast but with Nintendo globally yeah because yeah, <laughs> he claims to have brought banter back into kind of um, he doesn't really claim that does he as soon as you get out of this podcast, if he's there, mm. ask him. What, I the promise f- you. Just a phrase? Or he what? thinks he, he brought the banter. word banter back into the I thing. swear to you, and people who've listened to this podcast <laughs> will have heard him swear That's on his life. Mad. <laughs> he thinks we have quite a lot of clout, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's quite big news, though, because, like, Duck Hunt, for me, was like, well, that was one of the first games I played on my NES. Yeah. Like, so. To have it, I just said, like, I'm, just, I'm noticing how many times I'm saying like now. I'm really sorry, Neville Bars. Um, <laughs> So having having that back for the first time in ages is going to be really good. I think we'll have to do some crazy let's plays for that. But it's just duck hunting. Can right? you can but you duck do awesome? Duck is it? Yeah. Hunting ducks. Don't say that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think it's really good. All right. 
right. Uh, we also have uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, which is coming to Wii U. You mean Xenoblade Chronicles Xenobla- X, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In about four weeks, we'd have battered this out. Crack me down. I'll be saying yeah. banter. Yeah. Um, Don't do that. <laughs> So that yeah, that's awesome. that's uh, that's coming to Wii U. I don't know if you guys saw any of the game footage for yeah, that. I haven't seen it. No. It looks yeah. uh, surprisingly impressive. I mean, I know the Wii U is um, you know when it's pushed to the mm. to the max of its specifications, you can get some really beautiful gameplay footage. But a lot of people were saying because one of the settings it, uh, of the game is New Los Angeles. Yeah, and it looks like GTA. It looks like Grand Theft Auto. You're running around these kind of like suburban. Los Angeles, uh, like neighborhoods and things like that. Yeah. It looks like Grand Theft Auto. It looks really, really, really impressive. Mom, amazing at like pushing, uh, like they when they released Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii, like that was one of the best looking games. And it's right at the end of that with the Wii cycle. They're yeah. so good at just pushing a system right to the very peak, I think. Yeah, so this, yeah, yeah. Is be, this Absolutely. will be huge. And then you have these, it's strange because you have these uh, kind of juxtapositions of, you know, walking around like downtown Los Angeles. And then the next shot of the game is you like out in the mountains battling these giant like yeah. aliens. Uh, so, I mean, it's a very interesting game, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how, how that one uh, comes yeah, out. Yeah, no, it looks really, really good. I'm excited for that. The Splatoon single-player stuff as well, you'll be up against. Yeah. I, like, I really like the look of Splatoon. I played it at E3, and yeah. uh, the co-op stuff is really, really interesting, and it's really yeah. good fun. Um, but they've just, yeah, so they've released some, like, campaign mode. So you're going to be up, like, up against an army of octopuses. Octopi? Is it octopi? Octopi. Oct- oh, it is octopi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. I you're would gonna, probably say octopi. Yeah, octopi. you're going to be up against an army of them anyway. Um, <laughs> like, yes, yeah, I think Splatoon's going to be a really, really good one um, because there hasn't been like a really, really good co-op game since yeah. like, a really good one since Nintendo Land. And it's so. one of those things. Like when I saw it at E3, I was like, yeah. But then yeah. when you play it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's really good fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the gameplay looks really fluid. I think you know when you master that dipping into the ink and kind yeah. of popping up. I think once you get to, to grips with that, I think it'll be fantastic. I think yeah. it'll be really great. Uh, we also have. Uh, the first DLC, I believe, for Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart, you mean? Mar- <sighs> oh, this is my first oh. and, and last appearance on the podcast. Um, yeah. Mario Kart. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Mario Kart. <laughs> so, yeah, that's coming out. Mario. And Mario. Yeah. Mario. Mario. Yeah. Mario. That's out next week, right? Mario. Mario. Oh. Yeah. Mario. There you go. Yeah. Too weird. Done. Too weird. Uh, so I mean, this is this is some really interesting stuff here. I I really haven't uh, seen Nintendo doing a lot of DLC for games before. Mm. I think this is a very interesting step, uh, following the footsteps of you know uh, Sony and Xbox. Well, you're forgetting about the Mercedes Benz DLC that came out for Mario Kart. That was so weird. <laughs> like when they announced that, it's like, why are you doing this? Like, it just yeah, looks oh, awful. Like the DLC thing it's is weird. like, oh, we're going to do our first bit of DLC. That's really good, Nintendo. What are you going to do? Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean. Swings and roundabouts. Mercedes SUV. Is <laughs> well, I mean, it, if you've steps. seen anything, if you've seen anything from this, it looks really it cool. Really One of the uh, they've introduced um, a lot of the. I guess it's probably to tie in with Majora's Mask as well. Yeah. They've introduced some Zelda things. So you have like a Zelda themed map. You have the uh, I believe it's called the Master Cycle, which is like yeah. a motorbike with uh, Hyrule shields and things on the side. It looks really really cool. So my I'm interested only, to see. The thing is, my works. only thing about the Zelda thing now is. Like the Mario and the Mushroom Kingdom, that's just been like mind to death of stuff. It's like, right, what Mario's, what's Mario doing this week? Tennis. What's he doing now? Golf. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I just think Mario they, and Sonic at the Winter exactly, Olympics. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was but the furthest. They'd left sort of Zelda and Hyrule and yeah. the out of all that kind Thank of God. stuff. But now it seems like they've just gone right. People are absolutely sick of Mario. Let's get on to Zelda. I'm starting. Like my only, yeah, my only, only like concern is they're going to start bringing. 
Zelda, they're going to start just doing all these like horrible spin-offs of Zelda games. Hopefully not. Hopefully they won't do that. But you know, Krupa and I ages ago were talking about this. Yeah. I didn't really understand why they didn't do a Mario All Stars cart. Why it wasn't all of their characters, like you know, all of that lot. Why not? It makes complete sense in my. Does yeah, like a Smash Brothers cart game. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The the old kind of Donkey Kong stuff had all the different kind of characters in and all that kind of stuff. Well, maybe this is what the DLC (coughs) is doing. Maybe it's just you know the the first of a series of DLCs where it's introducing gradually uh, characters from other franchises. Yeah, that's quite cool. I don't mind. I don't mind that so much. But the thing is with like how like there's not that much that the actual characters make it that much of a difference yeah. it's more like the carts and things like that and how you build them yeah it was only and I wish they hadn't stepped away from this it was Double Dash was the Mario Kart game where whatever character you chose they had specific yeah. items that only they could use so it meant uh, selecting characters had a bit more weight to it because yeah. it, it, it meant you know you'd be using different items than everyone else Yeah. and then in the new one uh they they have since gone back on that and mm. you know all the characters are yeah. more or less quite similar and say from weight differences you know yeah. but i wish they would have kept that you know where uh, every character has their own unique trait or unique item i think that would make character selection a little more interesting yeah, yeah. they also showed off a few more of the amiibo figures as well which has got to be one of the worst names for anything i like i think it's quite oh. playful amiibo amiibo, amiibo. no we you yeah. amiibo this is why i'm an nintendo yeah. they're not great yeah. at naming products what would you call it gav i don't know just Nintendo action figures or something. Nintendo, Nintendo action naffs. Yeah. They, naffs. Uh, some of them do naff. look pretty naff. Um, <laughs> and uh, expensive as well. Like they're, they're super expensive. No, no. I, I Well, I, I guess they're in my price range. I think the retail price was uh, 12 or $13 for a single figure, which, I mean, isn't too bad because this is something that could be pushed yeah. to uh, yeah. extraordinary prices. So, I mean, when it comes over here, I mean, what would that be looking at? Eight pounds, I nine pounds? For a... It's not going to happen uh, like that. I was That's not say, I, I reckon it'll be like, yeah. It'll be a tenner. But I thought they were. 12, I thought they were more expensive for some reason. Um, I mean, I thought, thought there was big. I thought there's going to be expensive ones, then less expensive ones. What do you? What do you get? What are your thoughts on the kind of amiibo figures? If I was a little kid, I'd be you. going crazy for it. Um, it, is, but, it is, you know, you've got Skylanders, you've got Disney Infinity. Yeah, now yeah. you've got that. It's you know, I am a parent. I can't afford it all. Yeah. Can't oh no, absolutely. All, it's too much. <laughs> I think everyone, everyone kind of recognizes it. Recognizes it as a. Uh, a way for Nintendo to reel in more money yeah. and sell more games. Uh, but me personally, uh, I, I don't really see a problem with it just because of the practicality it has. If it was buying it just for Smash Bros, sure, that's a little, you know, you're not going to get much use of it. But yeah. now with this uh, Nintendo Direct where they've announced this cross-game use of it, yeah. where, you know, using it, because, you know, Nintendo, it's different with Skylanders. You buy the Skylander yeah. figures to yeah, go yeah. with the Skylander game. Yeah. But these, you know, hopefully they can um, help you with generations of games yeah. and things like that and offer something, that, which I think could be useful. So that's it. I think the concept is good. We'll have to wait and see for the reality. We, yeah. We don't yeah. really kind of know. That's fair enough. I'm going to buy them all. There you go. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, before we finish our talk on Nintendo, we've actually got a Mario Kart competition. Um, so, uh, it's themed around the DLC uh, that we were just talking about. Not the Mercedes-Benz one. Not the, the, not the Mercedes-Benz. They can win well, a Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. <laughs> not quite. Jesus, stop, because otherwise somebody will think that. Um, no. Someone just turned off the podcast right there, <laughs> yeah. so they didn't hear anymore. We are not giving away a Mercedes-Benz. What yeah. we are giving away is a copy of Mario Kart 8, the Mega Bundle. Uh, that's the main prize. You get a Luigi hat, a Mario hat, plus a £10 eShop voucher. Uh, four runners up, a Luigi hat, a Mario hat, a £10 eShop voucher. Nice. And 20 runners hat, uh, runners hats. Well, it's, you get one of both hats if you're okay. 20 runners ups. All you've got to do is tell us which character from the Nintendo universe you'd like to see in Mario Kart. Well, not in the, it doesn't really have to be in the Nintendo universe. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. uh, which character would you like to see in Mario Kart and why? 
Uh, we will pick the best one. It needs to be in by next Wednesday, which is, oh my goodness, about five days' time. Yeah. About the 13th, I think, roundabout then. <laughs> um, what about Duck and Dog from Duck Hunt in Mario Kart? You can't enter the competition. I can't enter You're an employee. No, yeah. I want a hat, um, though. So You can email your entry to IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. We will pick the winners and announce them next week. Nice. Uh, let's go on to reader feedback, and uh, I think I've got the first piece. <coughs> so I've got an uh, email from Rob Maunder from Southampton who says, Is it just me, or were Metroid Prime 3 and Resident Evil 4 and Wii made even better by their fantastic motion aiming controls? Any thoughts about why we've barely seen these controls used again in the seven years since? I think they'd work well with the PS4 camera, the Kinect, and the Wii U. Yeah, I think Resident Evil 4, like Resident Evil 4 is was probably my favorite game. It was my favorite game on GameCube. Yep. And when it came I out love on Wii, that game. The, when it came out on Wii, I think that's the definitive version of that. I yep. think it. I don't think any game on Wii has worked as well t- until they brought out the Wii Motion Plus and yep. Skyward Sword. But like Resident Evil Four with the with the Wii Mo is just incredible. But the, I think, yeah. the problem is, is on well certainly in the early days of the Wii mm. FPSs, like love the idea of it, but the reality yeah. was it just wasn't accurate enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it was a little bit hit and miss. I agree. Like when it's done right, yeah, completely. Well, I think for Resident Evil as well, because obviously it's third person, everybody switches to that sort of over the shoulder thing. Yeah. That's almost perfect for you, like because yeah. you're not you are tracking all the time, but you're sort of moving and stuff as well. But it's only when you go into shoot mode, then you have to like properly you know concern yeah. yourself with focusing on where you want to shoot. Yeah, I mean, I had this, <clears throat> I had this issue, and I, I do agree, it's kind of hit and miss because mm. I had great experiences where you know it worked out perfectly, but then one of the ones where it was a little bit touchy was you know when they uh, relaunched goldeneye for the wii and they made a whole splash about it and it just the the controls weren't there i found myself you know you'd be in the middle of a fight scene and you have to pause it and recalibrate the the remote and things like that that just really took you out of the game but um yeah Yeah, hopefully you knew there was something going on with that game when they announced they were releasing a special edition pro controller with him it's like well if you have to release like a normal yeah. controller yeah. for a game where you've got motion controls, yeah. you know you're up the shitter somehow. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's not good. Next Ooh. piece of feedback. I've got one from Danny Spiteri, <clears throat> who says, Duck Hunt, continue the theme of video game reviews. I thought I would throw in my opinion. I get the most valuable information by exploring what the reviewer has to say outside of the constraints of a review. One of the aspects of IGN that I really appreciate is there are so many opportunities to hear more in-depth opinions through podcasts, editorials, and video conversations. I feel these offer the reviewer a chance. Is this just, if you print this out, it's because it's just saying how good IGN is. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I feel these offer the, the reviewer no, a chance to express their view of a game in a less formal and critical approach. I've often heard a reviewer give the game a mediocre score, but express that they still love the game despite its flaws, which is something that doesn't always come across in a review. He also says, P.S. I hope my, he, was, he actually applied for our jobs. Uh, he says in his PS. I'm sorry, Danny. Um, it's probably like salt in the wound me reading out. Yeah, but, yeah. you monster. Um, I, I, I generally think that because I think um, I think a lot of websites have sort of moved away from you know <clears throat> we're going to cover it so much out to release and then they forget then about the game yeah. and like all the interesting stuff for the game happens after it's in people's hands. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's that. I mean, that's why you know YouTube stars are YouTube stars because they have got a game and they're playing it to death. Uh, at like, the co- and, point you know. of a conversation where everybody else is exactly, just joining. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, I, I, completely I, I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Like we um we did a, a thing 
uh, God, about a year ago, called mm. uh, You and IGN. Yeah. And it was around GTA, but we're looking at bringing it back for next-gen GTA. Yeah. But it's just doing crazy stuff in the world of Los Santos. Yeah. Um, and Krupa managed to land a jumbo jet on Mount Chile. I remember you said like that, that, yeah. He did it live. That's amazing. Like, it wasn't made up at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think, you know, the more we can do that kind of stuff, playing the games along with the people who listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because there is a high demand for that stuff as well. You know, if you see the the statistics and things for uh, let's plays and yeah. similar channels on YouTube, mm. there's just such a demand for um. You know, it, people don't want to just know uh, the the numbers, the reviews of the score, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, of, yeah. of the game. They want to see like people actually experiencing it yeah. and the fun things you can get up to inside the world. I can't remember the last time I read a video games review. Like, I never read video games really? reviews. Really, never. No, I watch videos about them and then I'll go get the gameplay myself and then see other cool stuff that people are doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't bother them reading that. No, but that's the thing about IGN. It's like if you if you want to read, you can. But then if you want to watch the video, you can also do that. If you want to do both, also yeah. do both. But yeah, please watch the video though, yeah. because that's what we're doing. <laughs> um, Readings for nerds. Uh, so mine is, uh, I just finished watching Psycho for the very first time, and I think it's one of the best films I've ever seen. I was so lucky to have had absolutely none of it spoiled for me beforehand. That's awesome. It was chilling. I'm certainly not a horror fan, but I loved it all the same. What movies should I watch next that are similar to Psycho? Oh, that's a good question. That is Daniel Tribe. I can't, believe, I can't believe he Tribe. managed to go through all of it without having it spoiled. That's amazing. Yeah. Like... Even like just all the parodies and stuff that have ever yeah. been of it. Like, well, that's what I was saying to Alex. Even the whole like shower scene, you pretty yeah. much know something's gonna go down as soon as someone's getting in the shower. Exactly. Well, I yeah. guess um, like if you don't know that that parody is about that specific film, suppose, then yeah. you just think, oh, that's just something else. There yeah, have been times so. where I've seen like a joke in Family Guy, and then when I see it in the the film, I'm like, oh, that film's referencing Family uh, Guy. Okay, <laughs> like, right. yeah, it's yeah, completely yeah, yeah. because I, I haven't even seen the film first. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just funny how those kind of things work out. But yeah, yeah I mean, that is a, a big film too. I saw, and it's old, old film as well to be around for so long and not have it spoiled for you in any yeah. way. I saw Scary Movie before I saw The Usual Suspects. Which, <laughs> which I was obviously young and stupid. I don't know why that <laughs> it happened in that order. Movie. So like, right at the end of Scary Movie, there's sort of the reveal that this, yeah. guy, you know, this guy is the, and a different guy. Uh, you watch this like really intricate sort of amazing <laughs> shot of him and I was like oh that's really good then when I watched Usual Suspects I was like why do I why do I know that oh yeah <laughs> I know that's right because it was parodying a scary movie I watched but, uh, uh, I watched a Leslie Nielsen film called mm. Wrongfully Accused yeah. before I saw The Fugitive and I mean, it is just a complete parody, like from yeah. start to finish of The Fugitive. And then I saw The Fugitive and I was just like cracking up the whole film because it was yeah. just referencing like all these scenes that were so hilarious. Well, what films, like, I mean- See, the, I don't watch horror films. I don't Not like in the same films. sort of, not in the same, I mean, cause you know, Psycho is up there. Yes. Like, yeah. But I mean, yeah. like in the same kind of sort of character, like you could sort of check out, I guess like Sounds of the Lambs. Have you ever seen Sounds of the Lambs? That's, yeah, like I think like Sounds of the Lambs, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Psycho all sort of based loosely around Ed Gein. Yeah. Um, and the kind of like, naughtiness that he got up to i had an uh, awful moment when the first time i was watching silence of the lambs mm. uh which spoil was it now because maybe this dude no i won't i won't spoil yeah. i won't spoil it. there's a specific uh, scene that it, uh uh includes full nudity full frontal yep, yep, male yep, yep. nudity Great scene. and literally i was watching it for the first time and i, I was like i had no morning, idea yeah. what was what was going on i was like because he's just kind of like dancing and singing to himself yeah, yeah and i was like okay this is a little bit weird and i swear 
my sister just bursts into the room the second he just throws and then yeah. she's like Rory and I'm like it's Silence of the Lambs Silence of the Lambs uh, so that Put was my first experience the yeah. <laughs> I, this is, yeah, leaping this, in front of the television I always love hearing that song because like, it's like it's like, Goodbye Horses yeah Goodbye yeah. Lazarus yeah so like you, can, you can't ever hear that song without thinking and putting on lipstick of, as, as a, well in the mirror yeah yeah I don't put it on lipstick but I like, do you, can't, you so, do the other bit right yeah, you, can't, <laughs> you can't hear that song without thinking of a man Moving <laughs> 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 uh, swiftly on. Uh, um, I think Kyle, the last piece of yeah, Kyle Barrett says, I'm worried about Ant Man, full stop. That's it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> With all the recent announcements of the Marvel movies up to 2019, it seems that Ant Man is being forgotten. The trailer for Avengers Age of Ultron and the announcement of Captain America Civil Wars made, made all excited about Ant-Man, which only released a couple of months after Avengers, hasn't been talked about in the same quantity of other films. Um, I think, that, I mean, a lot of people did say that because yeah. Ant-Man is sort of, I think Ant-Man is meant to be part of Phase 3. Yeah. And they did this big Phase 3 thing last week and they never even remotely didn't mentioned him. It. Yeah. It's yeah. like PlayStation um, and their Vita. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's there. <laughs> um, but, but I was, because th I was thinking... Well, uh, I was thinking at one point because obviously Spider-Man's not Spider-Man's not part of this. Yeah, yeah. But you need someone to have. Uh, so, do, do you know about Spider-Man in Civil War? So he yes. sort of yep. you know yeah, yeah, reveals yeah. his identity and stuff like that. So yeah. I was thinking that maybe Ant-Man could have been that character. Right. Um, Is his identity secret Ant-Man's? I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about Ant-Man. Yeah, but but then a lot of people have said that it's going to be Black Panther that he's going to take on that role. Right. Because and others he, said that they'll just change the motive for the civil war and have it, you yeah. know, not about secret identities, have it, uh, no, no, about some other that. kind I of... Like, I like no, I do as well, because there's such significance as well when Spider-Man yeah. takes off his mask, you know, like, that is a huge turning point. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it'd be nice if they kind of, like, you know, find a way to still retain it, that. It, I mean, that it's like, that, that's why, the way that I, basically, the, so the way that I'm approaching it is that they haven't mentioned Ant-Man because they sort of want us to forget about it because he's going to be a, quite a pivotal role. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously this guy, you know, Kyle's a little bit uh, worried that the fact, like, he has been, you know, the, the production has been quite publicly plagued. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah with Edgar Wright, like, leaving and, you know, stuff like that. Like, so maybe the, I don't know, maybe it is in actual trouble. And I hope not. Yeah, I really hope like, not. Like it could be we've amazing. We've covered it a lot on, yeah. on this podcast, but that also because we're big fans of Edgar Wright. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the thing, isn't it? Like he almost seems like perfect. Like his yeah. footage yeah. Uh, that he showed, I was like, hey, he just nailed it. And, like fight sequences, I think he's an incredible director for those. Yeah. Oh like, my god, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, like, Scott, oh like, my god. I think the stuff that he learned. I'm, like Scott Pilgrim was okay. I thought it was a good film, but the fight sequences are really, really good. Yeah. And you can see how like polished he is at directing fights when he got to the world's end. Yeah. Because the fight sequences of that are just incredible. Yeah. And I just thought I was really looking forward to seeing sort of more than that on like the next level, you know, within a superhero yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, especially like myself as a huge fan of just visual effects and that kind of side yeah. of the world. When I was watching Scott Pilgrim, I found myself like watching a fight scene and then uh, going back and just pausing it like at every cut and just yeah. seeing how the shots were compiled. Cause uh, there's a lot of like, things he does to kind of play up the force where he'll yeah. like bend the dimensions of the screen and things to really give the magnitude of punches and things mm. like that. Yeah. Just as fantastic, these little touches. So yeah, it would have been, I mean, was it creative differences? This is why he left the... I think or, it's what like said, yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, but I, I, I really, really hope that the fact that they haven't mentioned it is because they it's almost like a tactic and they want us to yeah. forget. It's and kind he, of playing and, it down. Yeah, and he's yeah. going to be a giant, giant part of it. That, yeah. That's what I think. Hopefully. Mm, whether that's going to happen I don't know that's it for this week's feedback you can get in touch as always uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com right uh, games out this week uh, Football Ooh. Manager 2015 is out yeah I'm not allowed to play Football Manager 
I've banned, do you like do you like it? Yeah, but I banned myself on playing it. Uh, so like, you're, when you're I was pleased like to know 18. that this year's game uh, is really good. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's always really good, though, isn't it? IGN like, gave it uh, an 8.9. Um, better menu layouts, countless new options, and improved match day feature C. Football Manager remain its title-winning form. Yeah, I, I get too addicted to it, and I can't. I can, I've never managed to sort of penetrate it. Really? No. I want like a really realistic Football Manager game where it's like your this options are like your team are bad. Do you neglect your home life? Or like stay at the well, office. The last one I played, they brought in like media stuff, and I yeah, thought yeah. that was really, really good. That yeah. was a really, really good. But like, pr- like it, so you digital to, press. Well, you and have stuff? To, yeah, you have to do press conferences and stuff like that. That's yeah. so and weird. You, I had no idea went into that yeah. like level of. Uh, I, that's I'd, I'd like also it. say if you're playing Football Manager to the level that you should be, then you probably are neglecting your home life. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> in real life. So. It does tie into the game then, yeah. I, I, I used to live with a guy, I lived with a guy that would put on a suit for like Champions League finals. Oh my God. What? Seriously. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And, uh, uh, by a guy, do you mean you? Yeah, no, 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 no. Like he, he would like, if it was Champions League final, he would bring his PC down to the living room when I was at uni and we would all sit around and he would wear a suit for it. Oh my he, God. He also, he also believed in all kinds of just like trippy stuff. Like he had all these like conspiracy theories. Like if you moved your mouse a certain way, like he had to have his, you know his mouth set up and wasn't allowed to be moved and I saw him beat the shit out of a dude in my house like who I also lived with because uh, the guy came in moved his mouse a little bit because he didn't realise he was playing a game to yeah. go on the internet moved his mouse and they scored as he moved his mouse oh. and he was just like you just did that happen and he's like no that's not how football managers work and they had a, a full on scrap in oh his bedroom oh my gosh like some people take it really seriously I was one of those people it's, so it's I, funny though it's yes. funny because like Football Manager, having press events in Football Manager, it's kind of like, imagine if there was a, a game where you controlled an army and you had yeah. to attend like political events and discuss with like yeah, other politicians. That'd be good. Like Diplomacy. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, mm. it's, it's interesting. Uh, also at the Swapper. Yeah, the Swapper's really, really good. I don't know much about the Swapper. It's out on Wii U. Um, it's this really sort of quiet little game. I actually spoke to the guy who wrote it this week and there's a video of uh, me playing a uh, Choose Your Own Adventure game with him on the site, which you can watch. Um, but it's like a, it's this sort of really creepy, I guess like it's like a side-scrolling game. It's, it's really hard to say anything about it without spoiling it. Right. Um, but it just came out on Wii U, and I think that is my favorite version of it. Um, you should definitely check it out. I don't want to say too much more without spoiling it. Um, but The Wolf Among Us is out as well. That's been one of my favorite games. Yeah, I, for a I didn't. While. So I've played through about the, the first two seasons. I've yeah. got it all. Yeah. Uh, on my iPad. Two chapters. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but it's just not clicking as much as okay. Walking Dead yeah. did. Uh, were you a fan of Fables before? No, I'd never uh, see, really I had a massive it. fan of Fables right. before going into it. So for me, it was just like, it was really cool seeing these characters sort of come to life. Yeah, because um, it feels like a great world, but I don't know. So it's good, just, yeah. I prefer The Walking Dead. Yeah. I don't know. Right I, now. I, 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 I kind of like, I don't know, the, the mystery of it, you're sort yeah. of solving stuff, whereas The Walking Dead is like, yeah, you're just talking to people in the world and stuff. I don't know. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've sort of, Got you, Walking Dead fatigue a little bit. I totally understand. Yeah. You are allowed your own opinion as <laughs> <Good>. well. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and then also Ultimate NES Remix. What's on that? Do you know what's on that? That's on the, that's the 3DS version. So, yeah, NES Remix have been awesome. Like these little Wii U games where you can play old uh, NES games, yeah. but in a different way. So they'll just like, they'll introduce like crazy bits. Like you have to, you know, you're playing as Mario in a Kirby level right. and, and stuff like that. Or they'd like, you have to do a really old style Mario game, but the camera is zooming out. So yeah. however long, if you take longer, then you're not able to see it and things like oh, that. So they, cool. they, interview, they introduce like the different thing. It's very, very good. And I haven't played the 3DS version yet, but it's, that's like the perfect version for it. Cause like a lot of people were saying when it came out, they were like, this is how Nintendo should do 
like iPad games because yes. this would yeah. be perfect for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so because yeah. it's really really good on the move. But like when you're sitting down, you sort of feel a bit. Like they're only small. They take like 30, 40 seconds, some yeah. of them. And I think, yeah, they, they're way, way better for portable. Plus, hopefully you so, can yeah. utilize the 3D as well a little bit. Uh, if it's I don't know 3D. if they do, actually, I haven't actually played it. But, yeah, it'd be good if they do. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, in terms of movies, obviously, the big one this week is Interstellar. Yeah. I don't think any of us have actually no, seen it. No. No? You still haven't seen it? No. no um, I'm seeing it on Tuesday at the IMAX. So. Right. So, in fact, the Creeper is seeing it. I think right, right now, now yeah. with his mum. Oh. Yeah, um, that's nice. Uh, but he, he saw it uh, last week. Mm. And uh, so Chris and Cooper have both seen it. Uh, both loved it. But yeah. I know that a lot of our US guys were a little bit unsure. Yeah. Um, like even Jim, who's our uh, movie editor in the US, said it's his least favorite Nolan film. So really? It's, it's splitting audiences. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I have to admit, like, I, and I'm a huge, huge Nolan fan. Yeah. But going, like, I'm not bothered. Like I've bought tickets, I've gone to go see in the IMAX. Yeah, maybe like, that definitely is good, good to yeah. have expectation because it, it felt like it was starting to get a little bit crazy. Yeah, well, it, like with Dark Knight Rises, I think yeah. we I think we were at the same like the very first screen at yes. the IMAX. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Because um, yeah. I was talking to Cooper about it the other day, and like I sat there and. I thought I was gonna have to go outside before it started because my heart was just pumping so fast. <laughs> I was so just not prepared for it to be anything else other than the best movie experience yeah. ever. And Dark Knight Rises was all right. It was all right. Like that's the thing, and I think I'm really glad I don't have that going into Interstellar, where yeah. I'm thinking like this is gonna blow me away. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm pre very prepared for it to absolutely love it. Yeah. I think. I find it a little strange, like, because I'm the exact, I'm the exact same with this film. Mm. I don't know why I don't have. A really high expectation maybe yeah. it's just the information they're giving off in the trailers yeah because i mean i know enough about the plot of the film but there's nothing about that immediate plot i'm sure there's you know conflicts yeah. within it but there's nothing where i'm just like wow that yeah. sounds insane yeah. you know well, it, i, I mean, guess like i don't know his his one-off films are always i don't know like a bit like the prestige i love oh man in, it's one of my favorite films of all time inception is just really really good fun yeah whereas this doesn't seem it doesn't seem like that it doesn't seem that intriguing to me. Mm. I don't know why. Um, well, I like space. Um, I like yeah. the whole space exploration and that kind of territory. So he was Kruper was saying it's like like quite an uh, emotionally charged film, right? And he was certainly saying like me as a parent, like he was blubbing it a couple of moments. Well, there's saying, a lot wow. of crying in the trailer. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. Three hours long as well. Yeah. I hope it gets hold up. It cost for... twenty quid at the IMAX, so a like ticket. seventeen quid, I think it was. Yeah. <gasps> So oh it can be as goodness. long as he wants for that. Because see, that's the thing. I need to sit at the IMAX, uh, and it's yeah. booked out. Are IMAX tickets always so that long. much more expensive? Or? Yeah, I think so. But the, I mean, I've seen it at the Leicester Square IMAX, not the BFI IMAX. Right. Okay. Which is still an amazing screen. It's, I saw Guardians there, and it's brilliant. Oh, right. that would be a yeah. great film for IMAX. Um, yeah, but really yeah, cool. no, that's really good. I, yeah. The, the, I thought Dark Knight Rises. Some of the scenes when he's like being chased. Yeah. On IMAX, were like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, but That's the thing weird. with the the one in Waterloo, you have to sit right at the back. Yeah, exactly. There is a, I've seen a couple of films where I've been quite near the front. And it's just like yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw I saw Days of Future Past right at the front. Oh my god, it was such a mistake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just end up like cranking your neck, but yeah. also feeling slightly sick. But I do, I sometimes do you can't even see on. what's going on. It's just no. like because you have to like look yeah. Yeah. what's I going on on this at, side. I do sit at the front of cinemas like quite a lot. Yeah, oh, God, um, I can't do that. But like normal, normal yeah, screen yeah, cinemas. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the IMAX. I was just like, even I have to, and I have the argument all the time with people why I like sitting at the front because you sort of you can just let the film sort of just properly wash over you. But if I can't, a, if, I can't defend being in the front of the IMAX. If there's any no. point where you have to look from to different yeah, parts of the screen, yeah. it's failing in yeah. my because otherwise you're going to miss stuff. Yeah, I had yeah. to watch, I was very late to the screening and I had to watch Casino Royale in literally the front row of the theater. <laughs> and uh, I had no idea what was going on for yeah. so much of the film because yeah. it's that really fast cutting uh, 
shaky camera yeah. during a lot of the fight scenes. So as soon as a fight scene started, I wouldn't know who would won until it was was over, literally. Because right. yeah. I'd be like, oh, he's still standing. So I assume he won the fight. You can pretty much presume that yeah. James Bond is going to be the one standing. Yes, he yes. always was Far as well. Him. Spoiler alert. After there. the poker game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the films on here uh, is probably one of my films of the year, The Skeleton Twins, which is a Bill Hader, Christian Wig film. Um, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I love I love those two anyway, and I think yeah, together yeah. they're obviously like really really good friends in real life, and their chemistry on screen is always amazing. Like they were my favorite things in like Adventureland. They were really really good in that yeah. because and uh, similar to the Scandinavian Twins, that they they play sort of quite. Because they can both go crazy, and they do play crazy characters now and again. But skeleton twins, they sort of dial it down, dial it down a bit, right. and like they play brother and sister, and you sort of believe that they're brother and sister because they've obviously got this amazing chemistry together. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, they're not like going. Well, there's a bit where uh, he dresses up as a woman at one point, but still, ignore that. Okay. Uh, most, <laughs> most of the time, it's a really, really dialed back performance. And Luke Wilson's in it as well. Was the last time we saw Luke Wilson or anything? It's been a while. Yeah. So that's really, really good. I, I absolutely loved it as well. So that would be your pick for this week. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I still want to see Interstellar, but it has to be IMAX. Yeah. And the problem is, uh, outside London, there ain't many IMAXs. Yeah, no. What about um, uh, Nightcrawler? Let me talk about that last week. Oh, did we talk about yeah, that last week? Did, oh, actually, sorry, so I wasn't invited to the podcast, to the podcast party. <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited about that, and yeah. I might go see that because I can't afford. Are you going to see last week's uh, film? We're going to see this week's film. Yeah, yeah. I'll be the week behind guy. You did. Yeah. That'll be my role in the office. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Gav. Thank you, Rory. Thanks, Thanks for uh, having me. We will be back same time next week. But until then, adios. Bye.